I'm Dawn. And I'm Tracy. And we are Real Women. Good afternoon, Tracy. Good afternoon, Dawn. So really excited today. Um, Wanted to bring my good friend Jeremy Bailey onto the show. He is, um, my nickname for him is he's my freedom friend because he's as free as a bird, which I love about him. And he's probably one of the most honest people uh, that I know, which of course I love too. And I wanted to talk about dating from a man's point of view. So Jeremy is a multiple business owner. He's a very eligible uh, gentleman and combines that traditional masculinity with um, being really modern as well, I suppose, I guess. But he's he's pretty traditional. Um, and I think it would be a really good idea to hear from a man's point of view what a masculine single man, man has to say to women who are trying to date and where do we go wrong. Brilliant. So welcome, Jeremy. It's really good to meet you. Hello, ladies. Thanks very much for having me on today. So I know you're based down Basingstoke way. That's correct. Know, know that area very well. So now the reason this came about, Dawn and I were having a chat and I said one day, you know, because I've been doing a bit of online dating and finding out that some of the people sort of pressing the like button are like, what the fuck's going on? You know, what am I doing wrong? Why am I attracting this type of person rather than that type? So this came about because we thought it'd be really great to have a man's point of view about the dating scene. So give us a little snapshot of your experience, Jeremy. Oh, no, uh, I don't know whether that's the first. I don't, I don't know whether we're allowed to talk about Jeremy. No, no, I'm, I'm going to say this. I'm going to. I'm going to cleverly try and avoid that. No, I'm joking. Um, I'm going to say this first of all. First of all, the opinions I'm going to say in this conversation are my personal opinions. So I'm not saying I speak on behalf of all men. I've got to clarify that. And I'm definitely not trying to trigger anyone, but I can't promise I won't ruffle a few feathers. Um, so, I mean, how? what do you want to approach first of all? Obviously, you mentioned about online dating. I don't have the experience of online dating. No, you're, um, you're it, in person still, aren't you? I'm I'm very old school, yeah. I'm very old school. I think um, I'm a people person. I like to I like to have a conversation. I want to I want. Do you know what? It sounds wrong, but I like to feel like I've earned that right, rather than someone just swiping or clicking or, or whatever it is it that, that they do. You know, I mean, it, it's it, it's the game. I call it the game. The game's changed, doesn't it? Because you know, you're meeting over over social media. You're meeting over apps, and um, and in as much as you never know who you're meeting. You know, people can lie even more online, oh, hide behind the devices and stuff. Absolutely. I mean, it, it's on quite... On both sides. On both sides, absolutely. I mean, I know for many people, I know people that have got married from online dating. For me, I'm finding it soul-destroying. I would love to go back to that traditional model of meet in person, whatever. But, yeah. My my uh, later I'm years changed, means I don't okay. go to the pub often enough anymore. Um, times have changed. I think I, I do you know what? Although I've I've got no personal experience of online dating, purely because I've stitched too many of my friends up, <laughs> you know, making fake profiles and stuff and making them think that they'd got the catch of their life. So I just know everyone would kill me if I'd done it. Um but there has to be 
I mean, there has to be, surely. There has to be, you know, some some science in it. If, if assumably, you are ticking your likes, dislikes, what you're looking for, I'm assuming, you know, if you match, that it would work. However, that being said, there is nothing to stop people lying when they fill out those applications, all those forms. And I think that within a couple of minutes, and I'm not a lady, but I'm pretty certain from my experience, most ladies within the first two minutes have made up their mind whether they're interested or not. I think that's what's, I think that's what's in some ways quite, I don't know. I, I, I want to use the word sad, but I don't think that's the right word. It's just quite clinical. Isn't quite it? clinical. Yeah. Because the thing that happens with all the online dating, right? The first thing you see is somebody's face. Mm-hmm. Now, a lot of the men won't, and obviously that's the only point of view I can go to because I don't love looking at the ladies, but a lot of the men won't even put in a paragraph about who they are, what they like. You have to, you know, you've got their face, you've got the description, which sometimes is missing, and then you've got the things that you've got in common from the questionnaire that everybody fills in when they join. So I find it quite clinical because if I was back in the old school model, I'd probably be out in a pub, out on a night out with the girls, And I might end up chatting to somebody that was purely the element of chatting to somebody that, I don't know, maybe bumped into Mm. each other or they've just wandered over and said, ladies, do you want a drink? And by going from that point of chatting to each other, you tend to start to get to know somebody's personality. And I think what's sad or clinical is you don't get that on a bloody phone. How can you get somebody's personality from the phone? I, I think you're missing a point. You can't feel their energy, can you? No. I, although I do agree with you, I think you're missing a massive point. Go on, then. You, what's you, that, Jeremy? You, you've skipped over it. Oh, did you, did you hear the sarcasm in that? Well? I heard that tons as well. <laughs> did you hear that, Miss Dawn? Wow. I'll start that one again then. So I think the massive point that you're missing is when you say, you know, the guys put up these pictures and stuff. Again, I haven't had any experience with, with dating um, apps and stuff. But that is just a, a streamlined version of reality because let's be honest as a man we have to compete for the woman's attention you ladies don't right you don't you fact women women sleep with who they choose men sleep with sorry yeah men sleep with you know who they who they can that's, that's just the way that it works isn't it you all you have to do is stop saying no we have to compete with every man in the room that's the way really? it goes really Absolutely, because I feel I feel like I'm competing with every other woman in the room. So there's a coincidence. At the risk of me sounding like I'm being rude or personal, perhaps that is an issue within yourself. Oh yeah. Because I'm I'm going to validate that by saying this: Are you are you honestly going to tell me that throughout your life you've never gone through a day and certain males have tried to approach you for conversation or anything like that? Have you ever had that in any normal day? Not that you've been out to go and find a man you might have been walking to the shop petrol station shopping could have been anything walking through town center high street have you ever had a man approach you and try to start a conversation but at some point i must have done right have you ever approached a man no well that's my point exactly that's my point exactly that that's the deal that's how it works right we have to compete you've um... never had to go out of your comfort zone and try have you no, I've never, I've never necessarily wanted to, and still got no intention of trying. I don't and know. And now I... here we are on Real Women talking about dating. 
Yeah, but that's what's so cool because, you know, the great thing with me and Dawn, Real Women is called Real Women because we talk about the bits between the business from a female's point of view. That doesn't mean we negate the male point of view. It's just me and Dawn can never think like men because we're not men. So that's why it's always cool. Dawn thinks like a man. (laughs) She definitely doesn't look like one, but she does think like a man. She's going to kill me for saying that, but it is what it is. Oh, that's classic. But you get where I'm coming from, don't you, Jeremy? We can never begin to consider what it's really like for a man because, you know, we need guys like you that are willing to come on things like this and actually share the point of view from a man. I think as well, the bit that we, and and this is only really because I work with a lot of men and, and and have male friends um and, and actually my husband and i've got you know sons and stuff but i also think that that women forget uh the differences between us so women invariably in order to be sexually attracted to somebody usually require more emotional connection than men i mean we're talking generally it doesn't surprise me online that men just put their pictures up because invariably men start with the visual and so maybe it's not occurring to them to try and connect emotionally. I don't know. Well, Jeremy, How would you turn that round to blame it on men? I literally just proved the point of Jason, which you heard because you're in the same call. How did you turn that round to be a man's a man's fault? How? How is that man's fault? That was Because it, you said, it, basically what you said was, I think because of what, what you basically said, because men are simple creatures and we only base it on what we see, that's our fault for putting up only our picture. I'm so, going to... Talking about the whole uh, online dating thing and if it is an app or whatever it is, how can you, realistically, with this this whole scientific approach, how can you get any feeling in that? You how can't. can you get... So so then how how is it a man's fault or... Did a man invent online dating and that's Probably, what really actually, up- I did go out on a date with somebody I met online once and it turned out he'd written and set up three online dating apps. <laughs> it was a bloke, but that was that was in a bit of an aside. He turned out to be shorter than me, so that was a no-no straight away. <laughs> but, the, but the thing I is, <laughs> I, yeah, I know. I know the old joke, Jeremy, it doesn't matter what height you are once you're horizontal. Yeah, I definitely <laughs> would never have said that. I would never be that crude. <laughs> But here's my point. I'm going to stick up for the men here, okay? Because if we look at online dating, there is an element because the personality, it does not come through that initial spec. You have to meet somebody to get to know their personality. And I get it, you know, a few texts and you can get to know somebody's personality a little bit. But I honestly think that personality for me is an element of energy and you only get that energy when you're in person with somebody but actually thinking about it maybe the reason the blokes are just putting up their picture and no description is because where there is most females i see doing online dating they're swiping right or left they they're not looking at all the detail they're just he looks nice he doesn't look nice and i'm wondering if some of that is a belief and I'm, I'm saying that, like Jeremy said at the beginning, this is just my personal opinion. I'm not speaking for all women, but I'm wondering if some of it is a belief that men are only interested in how a woman looks. Um, you two spend too much time together. You sound um, exactly the same. Possibly, yeah. 
Men, men are only interested in how a woman looks. So maybe women have got this. There's no point looking at the detail because I just need to look at whether it looks good or not. Or, or there's the flip side of that. And the flip side is that, as I stated earlier, we have to compete with every other man in the room or in the vicinity or wherever you are. So by and large, correct me if I'm wrong, throughout most of the animal kingdom, the female species is attracted to the dominant male. Yeah. Maybe the one, the hunter-gatherer, the one that can look after the cubs or or pro- provide security in some format. Um, and if you was to liken that with human race, you, you've got to look at, like, if you can... Look, if we if I'm competing with every other man, yeah. I have to look like I am the alpha, the dominant male, for you to even pay attention. And I think that both... And I can't speak on behalf of women, but I think both men and women are are genetically predetermined to be like that. That's just, we're programmed like that. that. That's just the way that it is. I don't, I don't make the rules. No, is that, I, I mean, maybe that's, maybe that just comes down to animal attraction. You know, it, it's, that is species wide, isn't it? And you are right. You always have to have something that sparks an interest. Yeah. And, and when people say no, because, you know, not to be rude, but you know, you look at some people and you think, how the hell did you manage to pull that off? You two definitely don't look like you should ever be together. You've got one that's an absolute worldly, absolute stunner, and one that looks like a sack of shit, to be honest with you. <laughs> and, and the fact remains that, don't ever get yourself twisted and think, well, actually, no, you see, that just goes to previous personality. No, let me tell you what happened. They both started off looking like a sack of shit, and they stayed together so long, one of them turned into a beautiful swan and the other one didn't. That's, that's what happened there. They obviously met a long time ago when they were probably both on the same level and one is elevated and one hasn't. But by that time, they're already in love, aren't they? And they've stayed yeah. together. But then looks don't matter. But to start off with, if that person doesn't spark your interest, i.e. they're not easy on your eye, there isn't something about them that you like, you're not going to bother trying to get to know them. You're not going to. It's a fact. No, but that's where I think it differs in person in the sense that, for me, when it's online, I don't have that. I don't have that ability to send that energy, that personality. So the only thing I've got left is that basic animal attraction that's all over the animal kingdom. Do I like the look? Is there a chemistry when I look at this person? Yes or no? Now, if I was out in person, there could be somebody that maybe isn't the dominant male, maybe isn't the best looking male in the bunch, whatever. But because I'm there in person, that chemistry might come from the energy and their personality, which... So you're prepared to give him a try, yeah? yeah oh, yeah. It, and that's try against everyone else that's also trying. You're not just going to lock off to everyone else. You're going to go, he's not my ideal. I could do with him being a bit taller. He doesn't look great. He's not really doing it for me, but he's really nice. He's got a good aura or he makes me laugh or he's got... And then what you're going to do is you're just going to put him on the sideline and you're going to keep him as an option just to see if something else better turns up. But isn't that what blokes do as well? Oh, it's not. I didn't. We're not talking about blokes right now. We're talking about you, Tracy, aren't we? I we're know, yeah. Right but, but I'm, I'm passing it. what you said. Yeah. But I'm passing it back to you. I mean, it's, it, you know, so, Dawn knows so, my it, background. It's a human. It's a, it's human, a human thing. thing. Yeah. Okay. But what I'm saying is, again, I'm not speaking on behalf of all males. I only picked up on something that you said you would do. So I'm just I'm just trying to explore that for a little while. So what you're saying is you would keep that one that's on definitely not quite up to par. 
you'd keep him on ice and see if a better option comes up. No, no, I'm no. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, if I'm online, if somebody doesn't have that look because I don't have the personality to come through because I'm not in person, then I go on that chemical attraction to their looks. But if I'm in person, but to you if it's online, yeah, yeah. Okay. If I'm on in person, then somebody I might not have looked that long at might end up chatting to me and I get attracted to their personality. That doesn't mean I, I keep them on the sidelines and see if somebody else better is going to come along. I'd be like, you know what, I don't want a relationship with you, but actually I really enjoy your company. Or it might be, I really saying- enjoy your company and I want yeah. a relationship. That's going to be so dependent I, on the person. You choose. You choose. Uh, you choose the guy that maybe is not so aesthetically pleasing. Over if if I don't know if he made you laugh or he made you know you got to say you would rather choose him over someone that you thought looked like the package that you wanted. So for me. It's like there's going to be something that creates a spark. For some, for, it might be their looks, it might be their personality. However, I've been there and done that. We used to have a bit of a laugh when I was 30, because Dawn knows a little bit of my history. I went out with a guy who had the body of an Adonis. He looked like a model, he was as thick as pig shit. <laughs> And at work, at work, we used to call him the body without a brain, which I know sounds a bit awful, but that was a work environment. He wasn't, he didn't work with me. What I learned from that experience was, because I always, I always came up through my childhood not believing I was the best grape in the bunch. So mm-hmm. therefore you don't get the best grape in the bunch. Yeah, all of that jazz. So when I met this guy and he was interested in me, I was quite flattered it turned out I was about nine years older than he was. But the point was, what I learned from that experience is the chemistry from somebody's physical looks might be okay for a minute or two, but there has yeah. got to be something of substance behind it for it to last any longer. I agree. I, I agree. But so, we also got to, we also got to give a shout out to the to the man with no brain because he obviously done his job because we're still talking about we're him. still talking about him. So he did his job. <laughs> Yeah, he did his job. Um, <laughs> he went off with somebody that looked a bit better, I think. <laughs> oh, I think with Jeremy is so Jeremy dates the most beautiful women, like they are hot, hot, hot. It's, it's true, isn't it? I mean, you do, <laughs> you do, don't you, Jeremy? I'm, I mean, you do, your repertoire is not. I'm, I'm, I'm going to say I'm worth it. It's... I, you are worth it, so I know that. I, you, I love you, Jeremy. You're my brother, <laughs> and, you, and you absolutely are worth it. But you're still single, and and Jeremy and I have these conversations where where what we need to find for Jeremy is somebody who Jeremy Jeremy likes a good bo- booty, don't you, Jeremy? We like a good bottom. Oh, then, um, yeah, hundred percent. You're not a boob we, man, then. No, I, and I'm and I'm loath to say that like, I'm the other one, but I, you, I mean, look, I sh- shouldn't be speaking about ladies in this way, but I do appreciate, uh, yeah, the shapes. That's but what I'm. I'm, I'm I think that women need to hear that because yeah. so many women get hung up on and um, a million percent. And I'm not saying this for anyone's. Oh yeah, 
because listen, I'm sure that I'm a complete pain in the ass for, for a lot of people. But the thing is this, I'm also one of them guys that prefers real over fake. One million percent. Like, it's just a whole other topic that we won't get into. But the way that, uh, unfortunately, these ladies feel that they're under that pressure, that they have to disfigure themselves these days is is no good. Sometimes Someone just needs to say, listen, you're just perfect as you are. This is this is all good. And failing that, do you know what? Listen, I own two gyms. We can, we can build one of those. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I, lo- I love that. I love that attitude, though, because I, I guess there's a lot of women out there are changing their bodies because whether it's their own self-esteem, their own self-belief, it's really nice to hear a man say, actually, I think women are perfect as they are because they're real. And the fact you like a good... I'm, I'm not a minority in that. I'm really not. Ladies, ladies think yeah. that... We're not, but the problem is this: Look, you've got to work with what you're working with, and if you're in a certain bracket or you're in a certain um, social group, and that is what everyone's doing, that those, you know, to be honest with you, you you're working with the best of a bad bunch, yeah. aren't you? That's that's you know, at the end of the day, because I, I don't know the deal with females, but men will only date certain, you know, within certain groups, right? So. The thing is, if if you're in a group where all of the ladies who look a certain way feel that they need to do that, for, and it's their bodies, they're entitled to do whatever they want, right? But if that's the group that you're in, that's where you're picking from. That's your pool, isn't it? As it as it were. So that's that's the way that it goes. Me personally, I'd I'd rather not that. I can't say that I've never dated anyone that's not been surgically enhanced. Um, if I had my choice, which you know, obviously I do have a choice, but I don't have a choice as to whether they do it or not. Ideally, that's not something that I would I'd be doing. I mean, all credit to you, if, you, if you're changing yourself or your body for the better and it's what you want to do, then they're more power to you. But I think that so many people are just borderline without body dysmorphia. They just, they like, you know, where are the people around them that care about them that say, listen, that's enough, that's a bit too far. Yeah. Or, or doctors performing the surgeries as well. You know, it's a whole... It's a whole new can of worms to open, isn't it, really? Do you think, Jeremy, that certainly certainly my observation of men that I know well, they would take a natural-looking woman. <clears throat> I actually only know one one guy who physically uh, chooses fake boobs over one, what just one that really loves them. But other than that, um, I think most guys would say they prefer natural and... I think that most guys find look if if you can hide more attractive than somebody who's really insecure. So if somebody was a bit overweight or had a few wrinkles or you know as we are as we get a bit older, if they were still sexually confident, if they were confident within themselves, if they if they if they were whole within themselves, I think most guys would be more than happy with that over somebody who was terribly insecure and who 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 was driven from insecurity with what they do even when they're body perfect i'm going to change one word that you said i'll agree with everything i'm going to change one word when you said as long as they're sexually confident i need to say competent <laughs> sexually competent not confident because you can be as confident as you like if, if you know doesn't it follow though? Doesn't it usually follow though? No, no, no. That's why. Let me just stop you right there. We're going down that road. We're shutting that down immediately. Let me tell you why. Imagine 
I mean, you can't, you, you don't look like to be a man, but just try and try and picture this. Yeah. You're, you're, you're talking to a girl or, and maybe she promises you that she's of a certain level or standard with certain things. And you are sold the dream on that basis. When you come to realize that, and all of a sudden you realize that you were overpromised and underdelivered, it's not the one. And that's why people don't stay together. My husband would agree. Don't tell me you've got a specific certain skill set, all right? And then we get down to it, and you oh, haven't, no. because okay. you no, no. lied to me. Yeah, but just, so no, no. Not no, only, no. But hold on, Dawn, hold on. Not only if you can hide your real self to me by being enhanced, not only you can't even show me your real self, you're hiding that, but now you can't even perform in the way that you enticed me in. You reeled me in on the basis that you could absolutely rock my world, and now you can't. Let's not waste each other's time. Have no, a nice life. I, I understand that, but as a masculine man who's in charge and in who's leading as the masculine Yeah, I'm not going to say in charge. Leading, no, maybe. No, we know, not in an oppressive way. Not in an oppressive way. Let's put that... I told you you're trying to get me cancelled today. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so, but is it not, if a man makes a woman feel a certain way, mm. it usually brings... It out of them. So if you're having shit sex. Oh, so it's my job yes. to make the woman better at sex. Yes. Wow. <laughs> Only a real boss woman could say that, right? Wow. Because I can't, I have no basis on which to, to, to come at you with that. I can't use you as an example. So let me get this right. Okay. It's so a no, man's uh, job. Yes. It's a, you've just said it's a man's job. Yes. To make a woman skilled in that way yes so she hasn't got to do anything with herself but just listen to yes. advice no 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 not listen to advice no what i'm saying to you mind she's you, not got to use her own initiative she can use her own initiative actually what i'm probably talking about really is probably in a relationship situation yeah you're talking about you're talking about how to keep your man and how to do the things that he likes and and do you not think that if you make a woman feel really secure that if you i'm gonna that, you know I can't, that, that brings that. out I can't wear that because I'm only going to be around secure women anyway. I love that. Okay. So, I can't wear it. I'm one. not going to say that I wouldn't. Look, if, if, if I was with someone, to be honest, which I never will be if they're not already secure, right, that just won't happen. Like, you've got to be a strong woman to part with my ass. That, that, we all know that. It's fine. I wouldn't have it any other way. But I'm not saying that I wouldn't help build someone because I would. But my preference and my choice is to be around those that are already confident in several areas. And I'm not talking about just some sexual area. I just mean in several areas, listen, you've got to be able to hold yourself in any room, in anywhere you go. You've got to be able to, it doesn't matter whether I walk in first or you walk in first or we walk in together. You've got to be able to hold yourself to that level that I see you at. Because otherwise, what's the point? That's That's just me. And so, and so where, if we were to look 35 plus, I've got several single friends like you know you know Louisa uh, you now know Tracy so you know that I've got several single friends who are uh, over 40 all of them now actually but um, in terms of top tips where are they going wrong oh. if we were to take responsibility for ourselves and not blame men, men in any way shape or form let's just you know, extract that bit. What's our responsibility? Um, wow. 
this this is a drum roll moment here, isn't it? So, I, I look. I'm not afraid to speak openly and honestly, as you well know, Dawn. So I don't want to keep having to say, oh, look, I'm not trying to this, not trying to that. I don't mean it this way. I mean, this is where it starts. The fact that people or, or ladies would be prepared to take responsibility for their own course of actions, that's the, the best start they can make. As as in turn, so should men, if, if they're going to start entering into that sort of relationship, right? It's not, I mean, look, it's a weird one because you can't say, as a man, you can't say, well, a woman should be like this. You can't say that because it's not right. If, if you know, if women were meant to be controlled, they'd come with a remote. It's that, that's, that's the bottom line. Isn't it? I, I so, love that. I love that because I, I don't come I, with a remote. I don't have one. <laughs> something, something shows me that, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm getting that loud and clear. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I think I can't, like, I can only speak on from my own personal view, can't I? I can't speak on behalf of everyone else. I could probably generalise. And I'm not just trying to sit on the fence. I'm not trying to sit on the fence. I'm not trying to sit on the fence. But you'd have to be a bit more specific for me to answer the question. Because also what you're asking me to do is break the male code. So if you're a bit more specific. Okay. So so, uh, I, I, I would be well placed if I was single, if I was confident and held myself with confidence. Yeah. Um, What about baggage me you and i right. on a private level we've had these conversations where are we talking age range let's go f- 35 plus okay right so, so men and women yeah have baggage the older we get let's yeah. I don't, let, we're not talking about men's baggage let's talk about from a male point of view right. okay uh, the turn-ons and turns-off character-wise okay right i hope you know, that you guys are sat comfortably because it's about to begin. It's about to begin. <laughs> look, look at the look of terror on your face, Dawn. Here's the deal. In terms of baggage, right, let's let's call it what it is, yeah? For the most part, 99.999% of you ladies are in your prime, 23-ish, all right? You're in your prime at 23, Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's see what I'm saying. That's that's the man in you doing saying that. You've got to let me finish. All right, just hear me out. Hear me out. Trust me. Bear with. Bear with. That is when nothing's dropped. There are no wrinkles. You're in the best physical shape. You've got 57 men a day trying to give you attention. You're you're beating people off with a stick. You're like, no, not you. No, not you. I think about you. Uh, you go to that side. Maybe you. Not you. Yeah. This is where you're at at 23, in your sexual prime, all right? Now, just hold on to that point for a minute. Then there's, then there's me at 23 trying to talk to this other 23 on. She's not interested in me at 23 because I still live with my mum or I'm, I've got a shared house or I'm doing that. This 23-year-old woman doesn't want this 23-year-old boy. She doesn't want that. She goes for the older man, one that can offer her security, one that can treat her, one that knows how to treat her well, makes her feel good. At 23... Let's be honest, I'm probably not trying to uh, get you to reach your end goal during intercourse, am I? I'm probably just all about me. I'm probably acting like it's a race to get there, right? And how many times can I go in one night? That's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to please me at 23 because I'm ignorant and I don't know any better. Right, now we fast forward. She gets to 35, right? Now at 23, I had nothing. 
living at home, shit job, shit car, no aspirations, probably not career-driven at that point, probably still out partying and seeing how many girls I could get every week. So she's rightfully not interested in that but because she's got the guys that have got the money that, that, have, that can treat her well and do all those things. Now we fast forward, okay? At 35, with two kids, a failed marriage, a job she's stuck in that she doesn't want to be in, but she has to do it because she's a good mum and she looks after her family and she's doing it all on her own and fair play to her, right? Now, she wants to tell me, what do I bring to the table? You know, what do I bring to the table? Listen, I'm now in my prime. I'm having time of my life. I'm financially secure. I've got property. I've got businesses. I'm in my prime where all those now, those 23, 25, 27-year-olds that are all brand new and fresh and shiny, yeah? Now they're giving me all the attention and you want me to stop living my high life so that I can prop you up now that you're 35 and, and you're on the downward slant. That's not going to happen, is it? You, you can't have that expectation. You can't have that expectation. So don't ask me what I bring to the table. I am the fucking table. What, what are you bringing to the table? That's how it works for me. Now, I'm not saying you can't date 35-year-old women. Because in all age ranges, there you know there are some absolute wealthy women and are doing really well and confident. And it's not solely based on finances either. But what I'm trying to say to you is your prime as a woman, I feel, again, only my opinion, your prime is around that age. Okay? So once you get your responsibilities, your life changes. Because bear in mind, men don't bear children in the same way. So our life doesn't stop in the same way. Women have to sacrifice so much more. It, you know, and, and any real man knows that. So you're not on that same trajectory. So now what you actually mean is, is what can you do for me and my kids? How can you secure us? And let me be honest with you, as a real man, I have no problem in doing that. It's just that you need to manage your expectations. Because if you don't have the other, like, stones in a line that make you that, you know, worth that, then you shouldn't probably be so demanding because you're not in your prime and I have a choice of anyone I want and so, you don't. So, so let's fast forward a little bit further down the line and this is where I think a lot of women... You hung up, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I mean, you've probably just described the reality as ugly as it might sound. It, it, it's probably not far off the mark. So fast forwarding again a little bit. So yeah. Let's say I was single at the moment. I'm not. We know that. You know my husband. Yeah. Married. That's that. Done. Um, but hypothetically, if I was single, I think that physically when I was 23, it, it's incomparable. Of course, I don't look like I did when I was 23. Of course I don't. I'm fucking 56. It's like, you know, and there's no Botox and all the rest of it. So physically, um, uh, and I've got a great cleavage still, and it's mine. I'm just I, I can't, I can't. You can't, you can't say anything, but I'm, I'm allowed to say it. So physically, I'm not in my prime anymore. I think mindset-wise, um, my independent, I probably bring, other than the physical side, more to the table now than what I could have ever dreamed of bringing. You're a boss, Dawn. Yes, but there's lots of women like me. Isn't but there? there isn't. But that's the point. But there isn't. You, you like to think there is, and you champion like there is, 
And there's lots of women that are boss women in other ways, but there aren't very many dawns. Fact. So take the compliment while it's given, right? It's a fact. And you notice, would you really put yourself, and I know you don't judge other people and, you don't, and you're not competitive like that in that way. Really, I, I find that you probably gravitate towards a circle of friends that are the same as you. Outside of that very, very small circle of friends, who else do you view as being on, on, on your level? I can ask that one for you. No one. So how do we make people over 45, 50 then who are seeing... You didn't answer the question, no. Yeah, no, because I'm going to just have a conversation with you afterwards and tell you off for shutting me up, because that's a point to you. that you managed to shut me up, you motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> so there's evidence of mine and mine and Jeremy's friendship anyway. There you go. This is so what we do. Shut me up. So I've, but, got, I've got a question for you then, Jeremy. So one of the things I got told quite a long time ago was I had a debate with a friend of mine, a male friend of mine that I wasn't going out with. They were just a male friend. But he said to me, my problem was that I don't need a man and men want to be needed. Now, my answer to him on that was, isn't it better that I want to be with somebody even though I don't need them? And he, his answer was, yeah, but men want to be needed. So I'm just wondering what your thoughts are on that. My my thoughts are, um, my personal thoughts are that he's clearly a needy man. Um, I knew you were going to say that. I expect you to say he was a masculine man. I, honestly, I'm, I'm sat here thinking that's where I'm just being polite because I don't know the gentleman in question, but maybe and I'll truthfully mean this, maybe it might be down to the fact, I don't know, it could be a breastfeeding issue for all I know. It's definitely <laughs> not. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, what, what yeah. do you mean men, men are needy? That, that is the most... No, I, I don't agree with it at all. I didn't I agree with that, it. I... I think that he's speaking on behalf of himself, and I think that he is not masculine enough to recognise, to... Um, not just recognise, but to appreciate a strong woman. But I'm, let me say the only thing I need, I need to remain me. That's all I need, right? I, I don't I don't need a woman. And in the same way that he described you, that's the female version of me. I don't need anyone, right? If, if I choose to be with someone, it's because I want to be. Therefore, you have my 100%. If, but I don't need... I can. I know it's it's it sounds rude to say, it, but look, I can look after myself. Uh, you know, I'm not saying that this is women's roles or anything like that, but you know, I can cook, I can clean, I can earn money, I can go out. I'm 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 financially secure. I'm emotionally secure. I don't need anyone, but if I choose to be with them, that's definitely better. And as a real man, by default, I'm saying he wasn't the real man. As a real man, I just. No, I can't say, I don't agree with it at all. Most real men, in fact, all real men don't need a woman. They choose. They choose. And that was my point that I don't you need. You've got to I'm weak. Yeah, I don't need a man. If I if there's somebody I like and I choose to be with them, then to me that was a thousand it, times better than being with somebody because I needed them. Is, is that, I mean, obviously I sh probably shouldn't be questioning you directly, but do you think that may have been part of the issue 
in the past or up till now. Because the thing is this, I feel like, and I don't know you, so you can absolutely shut me down for saying this, perhaps, I have to say the word perhaps, you may have been fishing in the wrong pond. Because if you're talking to men that are telling you that, oh no, your problem is, for a start, you don't start the conversation like your problem is. But here's the thing, if you're talking to men that are trying to tell you that you're too strong, you're not too strong, they're just too fucking weak. They're too fucking weak, yeah. So let me put this into context for you. This wasn't a night out. This was somebody I worked with. There was no relationship. We were. He at- wanted to, Tracy. You just didn't give him that. I didn't. Well, maybe that. Well, there's two things. Is, but it's quite nice. He, you know, I always had in my mind I was obviously doing something wrong. No, I was just doing something wrong for him. I think I genuinely, and I do, me and Dawn have talked about this, I can intimidate some men because I am independent, I am strong, I am forthright, and that's going to suit some people. It's not going to suit others. You also are financially independent. Financially independent. You're a phenomenal businesswoman and, and, and you physically don't, you don't need someone to provide for you. No. So I'm just... Before you're into, fishing in the wrong pond. Um, yeah. The, all I'm doing is putting into context, there was never any relationship with this guy. We were just having a chat at a company event and we were just having a genuine chat. But I think as I get older in life, I am now more interested in being able to have an intelligent conversation with somebody, being able to sit down over a glass of wine, glass of water, whatever is their take, because... I don't need alcohol and just chew the fat, enjoy the moment and have an adult conversation. Yeah. And um, I, I sometimes that's where for me online dating doesn't work for me because you can't determine who can have that intelligent conversation. So you end up playing this roulette wheel of, shy to get to the person that could have an intelligent conversation so i wanted to pick your brain as a man you know yeah and obviously i'm slightly older than you germany but from a man's point of view where is where do you believe the world's going when it comes to dating and we're talking here the older 40 plus bracket not the 20 odd year olds because i've now discovered that's where i went wrong but where do you think the world's going? Is intelligent conversation a thing or is it a case of the world is, the dating world is is still about that chemical, physical we're thing? We're doomed. In a nutshell, we're doomed. All right, because for a start, 40 is the new 25. Right, that's a fact. Um, and there's lots of factors which 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 add to that and the fact that people are not financially secure until later on in life. Um, It's more difficult to get on a housing ladder and stuff like that. So all those things that maybe our age group uh, and above saw as stepping stones to growing up, as it were, it's for, for the majority of people that is now an unachievable goal. And then you've got the real younger ones that, that are with the technology and can make the, the, more dispensable income off of the social media and stuff. So they get a, a, a big injection of wealth earlier on. And but for the most people are in that middle bracket, they're finished. They're absolutely finished. And I think that intelligent conversation is definitely a thing of the past because now people meet over these apps based on what lies you portray to trap the other person into your company. That, and that's what happens. 
you know, that's just the way that it works. And then you, you sit there, you go away and you say you might take someone away, you take them away and, and they spend, or you spend the whole time looking at the top of their head and not in a good way. And that's just because they're busy on their phone. That is true. That is so true, actually. So it's all about giving everyone else that perception of what a wonderful life you're having as opposed to actually having that wonderful life. So, so Jeremy, <clears throat> for women who are, let's say, 45 plus, 35, 45 plus, um, who are fishing in the wrong pond, to mm-hmm. quote and who, who, are, who do bring a lot to the table, how the fuck do they compete with with the the women who are physically still in there? That's just it. They haven't got to compete. They're in a league and a lane of their own. They don't have to compete. And the problem is, is when you have that mindset, how can I compete? You're already losing. That's the whole point. It's about going back to... I, I, yeah, it's about going back to being who we are because what I get a sense of is there is this fake world brought about a lot by social media. It's the world we live in where people are desperately trying to portray. Let's not say a lie because it, it could be, it might not be, but let's say they're trying to portray the best of themselves as being the whole of themselves, if that makes it, sense. It is a lie, Jason. Listen, people post their best life, not their real life. Yeah. That's, a, that's what they- so, right, so they're posting their best life and whereas what I'm hearing is what's more endearing, what's more attractive is somebody who is happy with who they are, whether it's the best life, a good life or an okay life, but it's that the attractiveness is being who you are and not pretending something else. Not pretending your boobs are bigger because they've been enhanced, not pretending your forehead's got no wrinkles because it's got Botox and not pretending you're doing better nor worse than you are, but portraying just you. The the right people will be attracted to you in the right way. Like what, you know, at the end of the day, listen, and I know Dawn is, is a firm believer in this, right? What's meant for you will find its way. And so... Are we talking, it's a case of, if we're talking about ladies over 45, again, I'm I'm not, you know, I'm not the the world's leading authority on ladies, um, contrary to belief. But but the thing is, you ladies have uh, uh, what you believe is your biological clock ticking, right? So at 30, it's a big change. So get to the 30-year-old, oh, well, in my head, I thought I'd be married, I thought I'd have children, I thought I'd be doing this, I thought I'd be doing that, blah, 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 blah. So, respectively, from there, it's kind of a lot of negative thoughts from there on in, isn't there? So, get to the 45 mark, you may have the the financial stability in the career and have everything that you wish you had, but it's just that you got it on your own, as opposed to sharing it with someone else. And I just think that it's like, if you... Look, here's the thing, that that for me just shows strength of character. If you feel like something's missing, the problem is you, not not someone else. Not that you haven't got some show, but you you're the problem. Like you can't you can't keep blaming of oh but these men, oh but these, oh but that, or you, you can't do that. You're the problem. Because we've already established all you've got to do is stop saying no to get some. Yeah. You just have to find one worthy. You've got to find one that you're I don't even want to say like willing to put up with, but 
everyone likes to do this compromise thing. I think it's complete bullshit. I will not compromise anything, which is why I'm still single. Why should I? I've had these conversations with Dawn in the past. Yeah, but Jeremy, do you not think it? No, I don't think I'm setting my standards too high. You know, and anyone who questioned me on it, not saying Dawn, but anyone else who questioned me on it, I would say, well, just because you caved, you gave in, doesn't mean I should. Just because you didn't achieve it doesn't mean I can't. That's the thing. People settle. When I mean settle, I don't mean uh, staying with one person. I mean, they settle for safe. And that's why people don't stay together. And that's why they're not happy. That's I, I'm never going to settle for safe. I don't want safe. I've always like, said to Dawn that I'd rather be on my own than be with the wrong person. Well, there you go. I mean, look, it's not it's not difficult. And the thing is, when 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 people get to a certain age, both males and females, it's not you get to a certain stage of life where it's no longer about impressing other people and it's about your own peace, right? So there's lots of people you can be around. You can go out for dinner, you can go on holidays, you can go on whatever it is, whatever is your thing. There's lots of people you can do that and you've got that camaraderie. The, the thing is, though, is where people have got this misconception that they've got to find this amazing thing and you've got to find it right now. It, it doesn't work like that because you change for different phases of your life, don't you? It doesn't yeah. work that way. And I don't think that people over 45, I just don't believe that they should be in that mindset of, right, you know, what can we do to do X, Y, and Z? You're fishing in the wrong fucking pond. If people don't appreciate you for who you are and what you are, the fuck are you wasting any energy or time over them for? Just keep it moving. Life's short, right? The only thing you can guarantee is that none of us are getting out of this alive. So I don't see what everyone's stressing over. Really don't get it. Love and it. That is a great way to finish up this podcast. And I want to just um, <clears throat> think what I absolutely love more than anything is, and I will treasure this and probably have it on repeat because I've never packaged it like this before, that we shouldn't be looking at it like we're competing. And I, abs- I think that's fucking brilliant. So I'm not getting slaughtered today then? No, you're not getting slaughtered. We've, we've got a philosophical thing that's come out of this, Germany. It's not a competition because at the end of the day, if you find the right person, you're competing with nobody because you found the right person. So that is a really great philosophical thing that came out of, of the discussion around what's it like for a man. What I am going to have you back on for is for the feminine-masculine conversation. Yeah. And, and you will probably get slaughtered on that. <laughs> I look forward to it. Jeremy, it's been absolutely brilliant. Thank you. Yeah. Lovely talk, guys. Thank you very much. Thank you so much for coming on, Jeremy. And on that note, it's goodbye from me. And it's goodbye from me. Thank you for your company. And to share your spandex and stiletto stories with us, tag at Real Women Podcast on Instagram.